Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yer. Yer. I'm ready, man. This is going to be an easy one. It's a five-hour KM to AM on the fan. Call me up. We're going to have some fun tonight. 877-337-6666. Me, Cole Hardman. Me, Cole Hardman. What a guy. What kind of name is me, Cole? I mean, it probably means something that I have no idea about. But McCole Hardman, thank you. Thank you. Uh, as much as I want to talk about spring training baseball, we're exactly two weeks in. It's the 28th. Pitchers and catchers reported on the 14th. Like, we can't really stretch that conversation. Spencer Jones, did you see Juan Soto? G-Man Choi, Trace Thompson. Like, these guys are practicing. It's exhibition. And it's warm out. Felt like it was almost 60 degrees out there with a little bit of rain today. And uh, you feel the warmer weather, the warmer days, the baseball weather, the baseball season coming. But the NFL is king. The NFL script writers are undefeated. The NFL script is unrivaled. And we have so many stories out of the NFL while they're not in season. And uh, there's no way you can bury the lead. There's no way you cannot talk about it. And McCole Hardman just gave us a layup. Here you go, guys. You guys want to scream about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Rob Sala and Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson? I was screaming about it last night, but no one would indulge me at 1 o'clock in the morning. I was trying to put some football stories out there late last night, but guys want to talk about the Yankees rotation and Blake Snell and Kodai Senga going down. We'll, We'll get there, but this is easy. This is easy work tonight. When I talked about... McCole Hardman and the Pivot podcast last night. I just was laughing, bro. McCole Hardman is not the brightest guy. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he's got three Super Bowl rings. <laughs> he's got uh, three big Super Bowl rings that he's flashing on the podcast. And don't you love the podcast era 
I came out of this podcast era. I don't think I get to the fan if I don't have hundreds of podcast episodes and videos on social media as a reel, you know? And now the podcast world has shifted into basically TV shows, interviews with prominent people on camera and clips that are bait for social media. So the Pivot Podcast with Channing Crowder and Fred Taylor and most famously Ryan Clark. Shout out to Ryan Clark. He got his big deal to stay at ESPN. They bring in McCole Hartman, and it's like, McCole Hartman? I, I guess you go get him because he caught the winning touchdown pass in this Super Bowl. But he's not a household name. He's not a guy that anybody cares about until he starts talking about the Jets, right? They're leaving out the fact that he talked about, oh, I blacked out. I blacked out when I caught the ball. So, yeah, you also didn't know the overtime rules when you caught the game-winning touchdown. You blacked out. No one cares until you mention what went on on the inside of one Jets drive. They have to do a 30-for-30 on Aaron Rodgers' time there. They have to. There has to be uh, some way that the Jets or HBO or somebody really cooks up some footage or something to show us because it's a disaster. Oh, the pain. What a disaster. Shout-out to Joe B. He'll have a... Uh, at least 30 seconds spot in that 30 for 30 where uh, Rob Sala is texting him somewhere. But yeah, McCall Hardman. I say he's not the brightest guy because, you know, the Jets are running it back and he just ruled himself out of a return to play for the Jets. <laughs> the whole reason he signed with the Jets was that he thought he was going to play with Aaron Rodgers. Hard Knocks opened with him gushing over, oh, I watched you since I was seven years old. I'm going to tell my son about this. I'm really playing with Aaron Rodgers. Never got the chance. And I don't think he's the smartest guy because he revealed a couple things. There's obviously tampering going on. He revealed that, uh, you know, once Aaron Rodgers went down, he was checked out. <laughs> once Aaron Rodgers went down, it's like, what do we do now? There's no plan here, of course, because the plan was all eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. No shot. Are we going to have to go to Zach Wilson four plays in? He didn't sign up to play with Zach Wilson, but he revealed that basically, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, the offense, these guys just kind of do their own thing, and there was no plan, and that he checked out himself, and he's looking at the Chiefs like, hey, come and get me. Hey, what y'all got going on over there? I think the line was something like, let's see if I can find it. Uh, I was so checked out like it's over. I already talked with Brett Veach and Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, bro, come get me, boy. What are y'all doing? Who are we talking about? Come get me. Yeah, that's tampering. Now, I don't know how much that's going to yield in a return for the Jets, but you can't do that. But we all kind of knew that when he wasn't involved in the offense. I did a stream on Bleacher Report predicting it like like three weeks before it happened. I'm like, they need a weapon. They drafted this guy. You hear Tiki Barber say, nobody loves you like your mama. They they have a whole tiger package for McCole Hardman with the Chiefs. And I knew he was going back there. And I think they attached like a seven-round pick to him. And he went and won another championship, won a ring. And then he went on to tell more in this podcast setting, which these guys get in this podcast setting with their peers, former NFL players. And I'm sure there's no more than maybe 10, 15 people in the entire house, apartment, wherever they're shooting. And they get super comfortable and they start talking too much and they start talking like it's just the people in there. No, 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 sir. 
These clips are going on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Radio stations are going to clip the audio and play it. It's everywhere. You might as well have been on ESPN. So he said a lot, and he really just basically said that he refused to do his job when asked to return punts. He was like, nah, nah, you, you're going to tell me day of? Listen, bro, <laughs> you are a skill position player. You have the skill of receiving punts, catching punts. That's one of the hardest things to do in football is catch a punt. If you get asked to do that, that's an opportunity for you to make plays. That's an opportunity for you to impact the game. That's an opportunity for you to show your offensive coaches, the fans, hey, I can make something happen with the ball. Maybe I should get more design plays for me. Maybe I should be in more personnel packages. He declined. I think that's foolish. Not the smartest guy, like I said. That's foolish. You're a free agent now, and you're basically telling the rest of the NFL, I think because I have three Super Bowl rings, that I have a certain pedigree, that I'm better than other people, like Xavier Gibson, he was pretty much getting at, Jason Brownlee, you know, he's rookies, undrafted, guys that came out of Stephen F. Austin, him coming out of Georgia, big UGA guy, Sauce Gardner put out there today, <laughs> that, a little post and delete, he said something along the lines like, who leaked? Our offensive game plan to the Eagles. Now, we all remember the Jets were able to defeat the Eagles, but maybe the Eagles thought that they had it made because they had a leg up on the Jets. 877-337-6666 is the number to dial to get involved. And I just laughed at this whole story last night and into the day and then listen listen to all our hosts talk about it. And really, what we're getting out of this is no surprise. Like, (laughs) you guys know it's a mess over there. You guys know they're running it back over there. And I just can't believe that the Jets are going to be better off this year. They have to have a whole different offensive line. Joe Douglas spoke today. Maybe we'll play some clips from that. I I listened to him speak during BT and Sal. And it's just like, man, these guys are running it back with these terrible coaches. And you got guys like McCole Hartman talking about yeah, I know what winning is. I, I I went to AFC championships and Super Bowls. He's basically comparing the culture inside the Chiefs locker room and the Chiefs practices to the Jets locker room and the Jets practices. Stark contrast, I bet. And he, he went on to say, you know, everybody's treated the same. If Patrick Mahomes goes out with yellow cleats and we're all supposed to wear black cleats, he's got to go back. He, I think McCole Hardman felt very entitled. I think he came here and got that deal and the Jets paid him and he thought he was going to be you know out there with Aaron Rodgers and be a uh, number two three receiver he gave his credit to uh to to Garrett Wilson but I think this guy was mistaken I think he's also mistaken his his best suited position place team is right there in Kansas City with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to make him look good to design plays for him and his speed to get him in the wide open right he scored the game-winning touchdown but don't forget he fumbled into the end zone against the Bills. He almost gave that game away. Um, McCole Hartman, I appreciate you, though, bro. You went in and ran your mouth and said a whole bunch of stuff that got people's attention. Even Thomas Morstead, the punter, right, as we talk about you declining to return punts, the captain of special teams, arguably the best player on the Jets team, said, be careful getting information from disgruntled former employees getting beat out by a rookie free agent after being guaranteed millions of dollars is tough to deal with. Entitlement is a killer of opportunity. 
You have to earn it every year. Listen, Tom. Listen, Jets. Listen, Jets fans. He won. He came here, got paid, got to go back to where they drafted him, jump back on the bandwagon, go through the playoffs. You again didn't make the playoffs. Your drought is still on. Go to a Super Bowl again, win it again, be immortalized forever, catching that overtime touchdown to walk off and win it. There's nothing you can say, Thomas Morstead. There's nothing that Sauce Gardner can say, Joe Douglas can say. But I guess we got to wait until they fire Pat McAfee up and hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say about it. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. What a joke. 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers. I hear Aaron Rodgers been working out. I hear he's in great shape. He was on a podcast talking about he's going to play the next two, three, four years. Spare us, bro. Please, give us one more year. And the Jets got to fire everybody after that year if they don't make the playoffs. 877-337-6666. So there's way more to talk about in the NFL than just McCole Hardman telling us what we already knew about the dysfunction of the Jets. Like, we already knew that. We knew that two years ago. We know Rob Sala is arguably the worst coach in the NFL, he has no control over the locker room. He has no control over the players. Sauce Gardner is tweeting way too much about the team. He calls himself Le Sauce, like LeBron, like Le GM. He's trying to recruit guys. T. Higgins, right? T. Higgins is going back to the Bengals. And you got these guys two years ago wearing Mike White t-shirts. You got these guys two years ago showing up in the Grinch and uh, bunny costumes. You've got these guys being called out by Deion Dawkins from Rawway. Shout out Deion Dawkins. Saying that these guys, they don't really love the game. They just want to take pictures. They, they want to play football for Instagram. He's kind of on to something. I remember last year talking about, you know, the photo shoots that go on when these guys arrive. And how these guys are fashionistas. <laughs> and they want to be Gucci, Louis, Fendi. They want to wear their designer gear. And then when they put on their football gear... They're getting smacked. 877-337-6666. It's combine time. We're hearing about everything coming out of the combine. Last night I was talking about Joe Shane and his comments about Daniel Jones and how much he believes in Daniel Jones and how he keeps saying it and I don't believe it. You could keep telling us, bro, but it makes no sense to me. Daniel Jones is not your guy. You didn't draft him. You didn't give him a contract. Like Now we're starting to see, if you guys follow SpotRag on Twitter, we're starting to see the projected contracts for... Dak Prescott, Tua Tagovailoa, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is projected to not even be paid like Daniel Jones. You defaulted into the Daniel Jones contract, but we know you don't love him. You didn't draft him. You didn't even pick up his rookie option, which would have been half of what you had to pay him this year. So you can't sell me on the fact that this is a deep quarterback draft. And now we're going into the combine. You're going to see some of these quarterbacks throw. You're going to have meetings with these guys, and there will be some movement at the top of the draft when teams figure out who they like and who they don't like. It seems like Caleb Williams has changed his tune. Now he's talking about wanting to be in the likes of legends in Chicago from the Bulls and the Blackhawks and the Bears. And I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point. The Bears are going to draft Caleb Williams, but will the Commanders take another quarterback from UNC? Are they going to get Jaden Daniels? J.J. McCarthy has the opportunity to go to the combine and impress. The Giants won't draft him, right? No, but you got to trust that Brian Dable knows who he wants and who he doesn't want. And I would guess that he doesn't really want Daniel Jones. 877-337-6666 or Tyrod Taylor or Tommy Cutlets. 
This is your GM and your head coach with an opportunity to draft and develop their guy, which will add years to their tenure, no matter if the Giants win next year or they suck again. This is an opportunity to go get your quarterback of the future and mold him. And if you saw what Tommy Cutlets turned into after not being able to throw, if you saw Tyrod Taylor having 300-yard passing games and he couldn't complete a two-yard pass to win the game to Saquon Barkley, I tip my cap to Brian Dable. I tip my cap to Dable in his preparation. There's grades from around the league that are available to us. The Giants like Brian Dable. They said good things about Brian Dable in these report cards. But there's some interesting stuff flying around about uh, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Chargers. I mean, all these teams that you would think, right, all these teams are worth billions. You would think the food services are good. You would think all these people uh, that, that bring their wives and kids, their families to the stadium, they're treated well. Not so much. Not so much. The players weighed in. And I definitely want to tap into some of the report card grades from around the league and see what matches up and what doesn't. And, of course, we'll talk baseball. We got to. My guy Tim Britton will join us to talk Mets. These are my Mets. The make it happen Mets. I'm betting on the Mets this year because I feel like they're slept on. I saw Joey Wendell out there today. I said, oh, that's an underrated guy. They don't say his name enough on the fan. They don't say his his name enough anywhere. Joey Wendell, team no gloves, he can be a sneaky little hitter and a decent utility infielder. I'm just kidding. He's not going to do anything for the team. But he is a you know decent player to have. If you need him, hopefully you don't need him. And Trace Thompson is turning heads. G-Man Choi is turning heads. I'm going to talk to Tim Britton and say, hey, man, what's the outlook now two weeks into spring training for the Mets? Is it better? I know it sucks to lose Kodai Sanga, but we got to see some guys pitch this week. And I think that your tune should change about the Mets punting this season and David Stearns and Steve Cohen or whatever. And on the Yankee side... I really do think the Blake Snell ship has sailed. I really do think that that is done. I was bigging up Clark Schmidt last night and his little outing and Nestor Cortez and Rodon and let's see what Stroman and Cole and the rest of these guys look like. The Yankees weren't on the field today. Um, But yeah, we're definitely going to lean into the Mets. The Mets, well, they went three games in a row and Stalling Marte gets back out there. And I think they have a chip on their shoulder and that can turn into a team that surprises some people. So count them out. Baseball doesn't work like that. You can say, they're going to suck. This team doesn't have the pitching. The lineup's not good enough. And then when they cross that chalky white line down first base and turn it on, you're going to realize that they have some guys that have something to prove. Guys that are proven and paid. Guys that are young and trying to prove they belong. Guys that are trying to prove they belong in Major League Baseball on one-year deals. 877-337-6666. So, yeah, of course, we'll talk about the Jets. (laughs) What a joke. The Jets are running it back. And just, you know, if you thought the the touchdown in the Super Bowl was just another kick in the nuts, and then Woody Johnson tweeting about jerseys right after, and then counting down the days to this next season, Deion Dawkins comes through this week to call out Michael Clemens and these guys. Former teammate McCole Hardman tells you the truth, which you already knew. Stop acting surprised. You already knew. We already we know. It's so easy to see. I told y'all that Browns game. I'm like, this team is dysfunctional. They they've checked out. Their coach does not have them prepared. Illegal formation, false start. These guys are just like not ready to play a Thursday night football game against Joe Flacco, former Jet. But yeah, we'll talk football tonight. There's plenty to talk about. I was just out there watching Mel Kuyper's mock draft. We're getting a lot of reports and news out of the combine. 
We will talk quarterbacks. This is a great draft for quarterbacks. We'll talk who's going to perform there, who's not going to perform there, as tomorrow it starts where you can actually watch the combine. And, yeah, we have to talk baseball because we're two weeks into spring training, and there's plenty of narratives to go around with both the Mets and the Yankees. I've got five hours tonight. I've got one guest, maybe another pending. I had somebody lined up for 9.15, but he's at the combine. And I said, don't worry about it, bro. Hold it down out there in Indy. We'll be all right here on the fan. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. This is KM to AM, a five-hour sports talk show program. 877-337-6666 if you'd like to speak on air. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's do it. 877-337-6666. Now, I mean, there's plenty more to go around with the NFL, but I'm in here now watching the Rangers, so... I'll keep you updated on what the Rangers do in the garden against the Columbus Blue Jackets. No NBA on tonight. Good, because I need a break from the Brooklyn Nets. They're terrible. Just a sorry franchise. No one wants to watch their games. Knicks fans, you just need health. You need your guys to get whole. You need your guys to get healthy. And you've got a little break here. Hopefully, they get right and can go on a run or... um, you know, this year is going to be much about nothing. 877-337-6666. Did you guys see Yashinobu Yamamoto today? <laughs> yeah, I did. Not too worried about him. Joe is in Queens on the fan. What's up, Joe? Hey, Keith, what's up? So I'm a diehard Mets fan, diehard Jets fan, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. When the Jets season ended, I was like, all right, we got baseball to look forward to now, right? And then, boom, Kodai Senga goes down with an injury, and I'm like, oh, God. So here's the thing with Nicole Hardman real quick. I got a two-part thing real quick. So Nicole mm-hmm. Hardman, uh, I thought it was kind of funny when he was on Hard Docs and uh, Oz the Mentalist said, all right, get me somebody from the crowd, you know, in the Jets room who's yep. going to predict this. <laughs> and uh, Nicole Hardman happened to be the one who was holding the sign and said 31-21 uh, Jets beating the Niners. So I thought that was kind of 
interesting because McCall Hardman ended not up winning the Super Bowl. Not completely wrong. <laughs> not yeah, he, totally he won the Super off. Bowl, right? Right, so he won the Super Bowl. I thought that was kind of funny. Like The score August, wasn't even that, that far time. off. The team yeah, was right and, that, uh, that lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I'm sure Oz the Mentalist <laughs> claims uh, being you know partially correct on that. Yeah, I kind of it's it's a it's a pretty decent co- coincidence though. And then here's the thing with the Mets, right? I'm a diehard Mets fan. And I get a lot of people I always see on Twitter, and you know the fans they always going after David Stearns. I'm like, well, you got to give the guy Stearns, you know, some time, man. He just got here, right? And then. Everyone's like, well, they're not spending. They're not going after. Like, first of all, they did put an offer in for Yamamoto, uh, and I'm sure they put an offer in for Otani. And Steve does spend his money. Like he proved that last year with having most expensive payroll. Like we know he's serious. He's not here to play around. Like this is like you got to give these. You got to give Stearns at least two, three years, bro, just to get his, you know, yeah, roster what, the way at he least wants. Three years to undo the last three years. Exactly, and I don't understand why the, the Mets fans like. They're just always crazy, going nuts. Like, we need this, we need that. Like, everyone needs to relax. And with saying that, I think the Mets actually do have a really good chance to make the playoffs. Just call me crazy, man. I do. I think that not having the pressure with the most expensive payroll and all these big, shiny names on the team, and I think they put together a really good roster. And if McNeil, I think I think if he can have the year he had when he had the batting title and Marte can be, like, what he was um, – I think they're going to be okay. I just don't know about the DH spot. So I'm going to hang up and let let you uh, see if you can help me out with the DH spot for the Mets. I got it. Thanks for the call, Joe. We'll start with the DH. Just looking at spring training, right? You bring in a Luke Voigt. You bring in a G-Man Choi. And even Trace Trace Thompson. I know he's an outfielder, but he seems to be putting bat to ball. You have some options with these journeyman veterans, even a DJ Stewart that you could plug in there if you don't really believe in Mark Vientos, which I don't believe in Mark Vientos. What, for what reason would you believe in Mark Vientos? I had a caller tell me, well, he, he tore up the minor leagues. This is not the minor leagues. He's not facing minor league pitching. I hate when people say, oh, well, in the minors, I don't care what he did in the minors. That has nothing to do with the show. That has nothing to do with Major League Baseball. Maybe a little. I'll give you, I'll give you as 20% to do with Major League Baseball, right? If you dominate AAA then you you get sent up, but it's an adjustment, and you got to prove it at the next level. You got to earn it at the next level. If you look on my Twitter and my Instagram, Pete Alonzo was on my boy Xavier Scruggs show. It's called Show and Go. Uh, X and I did off base on MLB Network two years ago, and now X has his own YouTube show where he's leveraging the fact that he played baseball and he's down there in Florida and he's got guys like Pete and Harrison Bader and Tyler Glass now and couple others on there and man Pete listening to you know Pete speak he's such a good dude he's a smart dude and he gets it and I I reposted this thing that he was saying today about you got to earn it three times if you do something once people can write it off say it's a fluke mistake if you do something a second time then they could say ah you got lucky you did it again you do it a third time that's a streak that's a pattern that's proven you got to earn it three times is what Pete Alonzo was saying and I think he's up for the challenge of going out there and earning it again this year. Uh, I think Francisco Lindor is showing you he's taking on the challenge of being a leader and leading for the young players, and he knows he can't have a slow start. Jeff McNeil got paid. He knows he has to return to being a 300 hitter. Starling Marte missed the whole damn year. He's talking about he feels like he could play 170 games this year. Say less. 
Just show up and do it. Brandon Nimmo's got something to prove. He got paid like a center fielder. Now he's in left field because David Stearns comes in and D. Stearns, emphasis on the defense. Let's see what Harrison Bader does trying to stay in Major League Baseball. Harrison Bader has been on uh, four teams in the last two years. Cardinals, Yankees, Reds, Mets. Luis Severino is another guy trying to stay in Major League Baseball on a one-year deal. The Mets came and got him quickly. He hit their pitching lab. Maybe Luis Severino has a banner year. We don't know. But what I'm saying as I'm looking at the Mets and I'm looking at spring training, I'm looking at a group of guys that everybody's writing off. Everybody's just saying, oh, they're going to suck. And, you know, Joe's like, I don't understand why Mets fans are like, I don't understand it either. I know when I when I came into WFAN and I got to really talk to some Mets fans, which I don't I like, I have friends that are Mets fans, but I got to really listen to uh, some of the Mets fan hosts here and talk to guys like Paul Rosenberg and listen to Evan and, and Pete and obviously all, all of the Mets fans here. It's like you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then when it does, it's like, yep, see, told you so, knew that was going to happen. And it's like, man, just chill. It's hard to chill, but baseball doesn't work the way people script it, predict it, the way people think it's going to go. It's always the opposite. Something crazy always happens. Like you win 101 games and then you get bounced in the wild card round and the next year you win 75 with an asterisk. I just think there is a good combination in this first year of David Stearns, this first year of Steve Cohen saying, hey, my way didn't work. I hired you for a reason. I'm trusting you with this team. I think that there were a lot of marginal moves to improve this team. I think the bullpen is going to be improved. Edwin Diaz is back. Say that. Make sure you you say that Sugar Diaz is back, who's arguably the best closer in the game. If you get a lead and hold a lead, that guy can close games for you. You're going to be able to get some wins. You're going to be able to compete. And I know it seems like it's uphill with the Braves and the Phillies and the Dodgers, as we see Shohei Otani and Yashinobu Yamamoto. So what? Fly under the radar. Across town, the expectations for the Yankees are as high as they've been the last 15 years that the Yankees haven't gone to a World Series, haven't won a World Series. All you hear about is, all oh, Juan Soto and Alex Verdugo and Stroman and John Carlos Stanton, Glaber Torres, Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, like, there's so many names, so many high-profile players on this Yankees roster. It's an all-in year for Aaron Boone in the last year of his deal. Verdugo trying to get paid next year. Glaber Torres, Juan Soto. These guys are in walk years. There's just so much pressure. Don't believe the hype is something I tell you every single night. I, I'm just jaded. I can't believe the hype with any of these teams. They told me Aaron Rodgers was going to win the Super Bowl for the Jets. <laughs> Let's go to Luke in Floral Park on the fan. What's up, Luke? Hey, man. Uh, just to bring it back to football, uh, I was wondering what you think about Jameis Winston potentially being on the Giants. There's no, I haven't heard any rumors about it, Ooh. but I think it could be. I think I, I like it because I've been the biggest Jameis Winston believer since I was in third grade, and uh, I used to preach that stuff to uh, my friends. They didn't know what I was talking about, but uh, I think Jameis could definitely be a bridge quarterback for the New York Giants. Even if they draft a QB, even though J- Jameis is a locker room leader, as he was in the Saints. He is a great, great locker room guy. I don't know if he's a great quarterback, but he's a sneaky guy that you could get in this offseason to come in there and compete and maybe give you some stability if he has to play. We know he's good as gone from New Orleans with what happened in uh, that last game of the year with them yeah. running it in. 
and he's spoken to that. You know, he says he wants to be a starting quarterback. Derek Carr is the guy there. He says, uh, my goal is to be and my desi- desire is to be a Super Bowl winning starting quarterback in this league. He was just on um, the podcast with uh, Big Cat and uh, a part of my take with um, PFT commenter. So maybe he would be interested in coming up here to New York. And he's the type of guy that I think will compete. He can throw the ball. He's won. He was a number one draft pick, Heisman Trophy winner. I wouldn't sleep on Jameis. That is a uh, underrated name that I haven't heard anybody mention on the fan for the Giants or the Jets. I think they both should be checking on him. Would you? Who would you be getting rid of on the Giants QB dev roster? Because I was thinking just either – drop Daniel Jones and Tommy Cutlass and still have another veteran presence well, you, that might be more of a uh, you can't well-found drop, quarterback? You can't drop Daniel Jones. And I think that Tommy Cutlass just stays because he's already a cult hero in the area and he's not going to cost too much. Tyrod Taylor, to me, is good as gone. I think Tyrod Taylor is probably going to hold a little bit of a grudge uh, since he you know, could have made a million dollars if they would have started him and instead they played into the whole Tommy DeVito local feel. He's probably going to want to go somewhere else and get an opportunity to either be a backup or compete for a starter. I think there is a uh, legitimate chance that, you know, let's say it's Jameis Winston. They sign a Jameis Winston. They go into camp with Jameis Winston, Tommy Cutlets, and Daniel Jones rehabbing and, and trying to come back. I have been on the record that I do not think he'll be ready by August, but I could be proven wrong. And then I also think that they could draft a quarterback, maybe not with that first pick, but they could draft a Spencer Rattler later in the draft. Who knows? Michael Penix Jr. is the name. Michael Penix Jr. Maybe. I don't think. I think they. You know. I think Dable is going to have his eye on uh, a quarterback. I don't know if it's Michael Penix Jr. at his age and his injuries. I think you know Dable is going to want a, a younger guy, a guy that's a little bit been a little bit more healthy that he can mold. Um, but I think if they can't get into the top three, if they can't trade up, uh, which I don't think they'll be able to at six to get. You know, Jaden Daniels or Drake May, I think those guys are good as gone. Obviously, we all think now Caleb Williams is going to the Bears. Um, there is a chance that they draft a quarterback. I don't know, maybe a Sam Hartman late. Like, I don't know, maybe a guy that's a little bit more of a project and kick that down the road and then see what they can do with Daniel Jones, maybe a Jameis Winston or a Gardner Minshew or a Jacoby Brissett type, and then Tommy Cutlets as well. You need arms in camp, and uh, I, I, you honestly need four guys, and then you can trim the fat to three. All right, thanks for taking the call, man. Thanks for the call, Luke. 877-337-6666. About a minute left in the first period with the Rangers still scoreless. Again, there's no Knicks game, no Nets game. We get a little bit of a break from them, but I'll mix in some uh, NFL conversations. I don't know if you guys saw Chris Russo. I wonder if we have the audio from him earlier today taking a shot at the Carolina Panthers and their owner, David Tepper, for raising the team's ticket prices 4%. Like, that guy has no shame. Not not Mad Dog. Tepper. He's the worst owner in the NFL, and he doesn't care. Business plan is, hey, we, we had to raise a little bit. 4% isn't much, but it's still a lot for a team that's terrible, and we don't know what they're going to be. Um, <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Remember Tyreek Hill almost got traded to the Jets, and he laughed it off? He said, the Jets? <laughs> he was always going to Miami. Well, I've been calling him the Miami Menace. I mean, if you just search Tyreek Hill's name in Twitter, in Google, I mean, so much nonsense has gone on with this guy in his career. And specifically now in Miami, this guy could have been MVP. This guy could have been Offensive Player of the Year. Um, 
He obviously had a little bit of an injury late, and the Dolphins fell off. But, man, today we find out that Tyreek Hill just had his seventh child confirmed in a settlement uh, in a paternity suit. Now he's got four baby mamas. And this guy, he's a Miami menace. He just got married to Kenny Vaccaro's sister. You guys remember Kenny Vaccaro, right? Safety out of Texas, went to the Titans, played for the Saints. He just got married to Kenny Vaccaro's sister. He's got seven kids, four baby mamas. He's got to chill. He's also got another suit with this, like, uh, plus-size model that I guess was, uh, you know, playing a little (laughs) flag football, touch football in the backyard with him, and he went too hard. And uh, now he's being sued for battery and assault. The woman is saying that uh, he broke her leg when he charged at her with crushing force during a backyard football drill. Tyreek didn't like that too much, I guess, when uh, Big Girl showed him up. (laughs) The Miami menace, Tyreek Hill. The Jets dodged a bullet not getting that guy. But, I mean, they probably actually could really use him. I guess the production is worth it. But, yeah, remember his house was on fire? We saw, like, one of his kids was playing with a lighter. And the house was up in smoke, and he was in a boot. Yikes. Uh, I'm going to pray for Tyreek Hill while we take this break. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. We're talking football. We can obviously talk baseball. We've already spoken on the Mets. We've spoken a little bit on the Jets and the Giants as well. So join the conversation, 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. Let's keep it rocking, man. It's almost 8 o'clock. First hour of a five-hour KM to AM. About to be in the books. Call up and join the show. Here we go. Got eyes on the Rangers game. Still nothing there. No Knicks on tonight. They get a little bit of a break. I did see Dante DiVincenzo is going to be on the Roommate Show. That's the podcast with Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. It's actually pretty good. They followed me on Twitter. I was like, oh, they're aware of me? Followed him back, watched Mikael Bridges' episode, and I'm like, they got something going here. And that goes back to what I was saying about McCole Hardman and this podcast era. Now we literally are getting from the athletes directly. Like A lot of these athletes don't want to do interviews on ESPN. They don't want to even do interviews on WFAN. But now we're getting these guys to open up, to give us some insight, kind of peel back some layers in a setting that's comfortable to them. And uh, they're all kind of building their brands or, you know, making their own lanes to have their own platform and their own voice. I I enjoy it as a sports fan and someone um, who's done hundreds of podcast episodes and is on the radio. I'm like, great. This helps us. This helps what we do. So 877-337-6666. The Knicks are on a little bit of a break here until, uh, let's see, when's their next game? Tomorrow against the Warriors. And then the Nets are also on a little break here until tomorrow against the Hawks. The Brooklyn Nets are terrible, but I did the Talking Nets podcast today, if you guys care, and I said this is the stretch, right? They took one step forward and two steps back. They fire the coach, hire hire a new coach who has, had already been in the building, Kevin Ollie. He gets his first win, and then they go out and embarrass themselves last night without Cam Thomas, without Ben Simmons. But Cam Thomas is going to be out. I think Ben Simmons is coming back, and you have a stretch of these next uh, five, six games that are very favorable. Two against the Atlanta Hawks in your building. Then the Grizzlies, who you just beat, come to Brooklyn. 
The 76ers come to Brooklyn Tuesday. I'll see you at the Barclay. And then the Pistons, they go to Little Caesars Arena to play them in Detroit. And then they go down to uh, North Carolina to play the Hornets. If the Nets cannot win five out of six, four out of six, then pack it up. N-E-T-S, now end the season. All right, back to the phones as we talk about the NFL and the Mets. Reminder, again, Tim Britton will join me at 8.15 to talk about your Metropolitans as I've been keeping an eye on spring training and SNY and SNY Mets and as Mets fans troll me on Twitter and Mets fans say mean things to me on Twitter. I just mute the conversation and keep having a good time. Let's go to Simon in Forest Hills. Simon, you're on the fan. Uh, hi, good evening. Um, I was actually calling about um, the bye week during the regular season uh, in the NFL. Okay. Um, but before that, I want to—I just want to say, um, I hope Tyrod Taylor is the starting quarterback for the Giants coming for this the, year. For the New York Giants in 2024, you hope that Tyrod Taylor is the starter. Yes, because Why? he has the deep ball. He he has the deep ball. He's got legs. He's got pocket awareness, and most importantly, I think he's got chemistry. You could you could have seen the team was clicking like. Everything was going smoothly, so I just hope. You let's know, let's stay with that. And... Let's stay with that thought. Tyrod Taylor, how much would you be willing to pay him with this uh, higher salary cap and this off season where you're going to have some money freed up and, and guys leaving? How much would you be willing to pay Tyrod Taylor going into next year? He just was on. Uh, he say... just was on a two year, eleven million dollar deal. For reference, I would pay him 160 million. Take it from Daniel Jones. A hundred and fifty million? One one hundred and sixty million. Take it from Daniel Jones and give it to Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. I don't know if, if I'm hearing you correctly. A hundred and sixty? Yes, I mean, I'm I'm just uh, making I'm just joking. Okay, I don't let's forget about it. But what what, what were you saying about the bye week? Uh I wanna say that um I think it throws the integrity of the game off because you have te- the reason why uh the top team gets a bye week in the playoffs is it gives them the advantage. So during the season, you have teams getting a bye week facing a team that's coming that's not you know coming off a bye week, and it's just throwing things off like where one team out of one if the other team didn't have the bye week. So what I suggest is everybody should have the bye week at the same time mid season. If everybody had the same, if everybody had the bye week at the same time, there would be no games. Yeah, I don't know. Have a Pro Bowl in, in, you know during that week or. Oh, like, Simon, not gonna let you go. <laughs> Yo, don't call my show trolling me. Did bro actually get on the fan and say that he wants Tyrod Taylor to be the starting quarterback for the New York football giants, take the money from Daniel Jones, pay him 150, 160 million, and then proceed to say that everybody in the NFL should have the same bye week. And and just when? Week week 10? We just take a break. We have a Pro Bowl week 10? Simon, come on, man. You're just messing around. You gotta be messing around. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that you're not that dense. There's no way. I think that's gotta be a troll. There's no way you called up and th- those were your two takes. <laughs> I appreciate it though. It makes me laugh. Like Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> ah Tyrod Tyrod Taylor couldn't start over Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> they have no interest in Tyrod being the starter. Daniel Jones makes forty million a year. He's got the deep ball. He's got the legs. He's washed. He's cooked. 
There were there were multiple opportunities for Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor should have won that Bills game, should have won that Rams game. That's the guy you want to be your starter. You're going to lose games by the narrowest of margins. <laughs> and the bye week, can we? Okay, all bye weeks are not created the same. We got to go to break. My eyes are watering up because I'm laughing. This is, I love sports talk radio. This is great. <laughs> Let's get, the bye week is an advantage to a team <laughs> that's not coming off a bye week. All right. All bye weeks are not created equal. The bye week in the NFL, you know, especially like my fantasy football players understand this. It sucks when the bye weeks in the NFL hit and you have, uh, you know, three guys on the same bye week. You can't have the whole league on the, on a bye week. And when I say all bye weeks are not created equal, um, Xavier McKinney could go jump on an ATV and <laughs> be out the next month during his bye week. Zach Wilson could go home to Utah and kick it with his girlfriend and not come back better after the bye week. Like what what teams do during the bye week, it's a, it's supposed to be a rest period. It's supposed to give you an advantage, but it doesn't always translate into that. The bye week in in the NFL has been around forever. There's bye weeks. Um, there's bye weeks for some teams earlier in the season, later in the season. I think you kind of want one later in the season, especially if you're a good team. And then the bye week in the playoffs is is earned. And that also doesn't always work out, right? Because some of these teams get cold. Some of these teams aren't benefiting from the extra week off. Some of these teams need to play. So I think I don't think there's any issue with the bye week in the NFL. There's a bunch of issues. The NFL just had their surveys go out, and I'm, I'm going to give you guys some of that information. But we got to take a break here. We're up against it. But this is fun. That's hour one. KM to AM, a five-hour sports talk show on The Fan in New York. I'm Keith McPherson. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.